Hello and welcome. We're back, Monday Club. And today we've called in someone um, who's an expert in the field to talk about the energy crisis and what to recommend your customers should you get embroiled in solar panels. And Jamie's also going to teach us some lessons on why the energy companies are doing us all a favour. I didn't, I didn't go that far, but it's a dangerous ground I'm on. It is, mate. It is. Um, right, so, Stuart, you haven't been on since very, very early episodes back in the day with me, Neil and Rick. And yeah. So, yeah, you're welcome back. Um, update the viewers on who you are, what you do. Okay, so we're K2 Electrical Services. We predominantly we're electricians but we've we, we dabble a bit in solar and obviously last year solar has gone absolutely mental we are we've already completed five times our yearly average installs um with probably the same again on the cards batteries have taken off it's absolutely mental at the moment mate. do you do like um charging points as well or not really we we jumped on ev um when it first went off with the oleb grants but then we sort of we had our fingers burn a little bit waiting for our money and i thought you know what it's not not worth it you know at one stage we owed about four or five grand and it took i think it took us about 120 days to get paid from the government are you want to spot you want to spark because the lights get paid are you yes yeah yeah we, yeah. Fair, fair one. yeah yeah <laughs> um quick one yeah, so people a... will be thinking it um is it worth having solar without batteries? Depending on the size of the system. There you go. That's the yeah. I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really depends. Um, you know, if if you're going to generate, if it's only a small system, then you, like leaders, you're going to use all of it and uh, and you've got nothing to store. Mm. Um, and that's, that's one of the big things we have with our customers is we always have a conversation with them that if we're close to that limit, we won't fit a battery to start off with. We'll monitor it for six months. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're never going to use the battery, then you know you're paying a ridiculous amount of money for something that's that's never going to be used properly. And what you've just said there is the <laughs> grid problem, isn't it? The grid can't store it. That's the, yeah. that 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 problem scales up to the whole country. Yeah, but see, I, I've got a problem with that. Go on, then. I'm not putting it into the grid. I'd rather waste it than give it to them. And you're right. If you, you when you create solar energy, you should when, whatever you've got left, you want to put into batteries. Then if you've got solar stuff that you want to put in your car, then after that you want to heat water. Whatever you give to the grid, you are pissing up the wall. In my opinion, yeah. I'm sure. Still no, you are. There. You are. No, no. I, do you know what? I 100 agree with that. You know, with with energy prices doing what they're doing at the moment, you know what? We're paying 30 odd p a unit. Soon to go up to 50 odd p a unit. They will pay you seven p a unit to buy it off you. It's, it's it's absolutely it's a, scandalous. It's, it's a take, and, and that's the most. Yeah, that's the most they'll pay. Average is about four p. So I, what? What my I would question? rather I'd rather electrocute myself <laughs> with, this, with what's left over than yeah. feed it back into the energy companies. They don't need it. What's the average in layman's terms, Stu? You know, if I've got a normal semi-attached something like that, average ash, and I've got some solar on the roof, what am I making? On a, on a decent day, is it because what I don't get is you're saying you don't have batteries, but what's my ass using and what am I making? Are you just said I'm running my fridge for free and all that and all my little base load or what? Well, that no, so if, if you put a decent size system on, you're you're going to cover the majority of your usage um, in the daytime, depending on what your usage is like. You know, if you've got 
like we've got an air source heat pump so we use a lot for heating uh heating the hot water and bits and pieces like that um but yeah an average average size system you're looking at generating 20 units a day but for me it's a normal normal i'm out of work all day so it can run my fridge while i'm out it can run my chargers it can run my shit that's around my ass and all that but the most of my juice is when i get in at night but then it's not might not be sunny so like i'm still but i'm saving it's covering my base load in the day is it without batteries mostly it would cover your base load in the day if you know we would probably advise that if you could afford it go for the larger system with a battery because then you can store it use it in the evenings and overnight mm-hmm. if you can't then go for a slightly smaller system that will just cover your base load and you're not exporting it because otherwise you're you're paying a lot of money for stuff that you're not actually using yeah yeah that's always the problem so i don't get it but obviously you can eat water can't you, you can have a mega flow or an immersion you can eat that up for yourself Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, any form of uh, immersion controller like the MyEnergy Eddy or the uh, the Solar Edge immersion heater that measures what you're exporting and turns it onto that level. See, that's really good. Mm. So you can heat. So from the solar panels, you can heat your water as well. Yes, I yeah. see it as a solar dummy. I am a see solar. See it as energy, dummy. Sam. See it as energy. See it as don't see it as electric solar panel. See it as you are grabbing energy, and you can do that and do hey, what you bro. want. Listen, yeah. I'm not dumb. I understand <laughs> what energy is. You're saying I couldn't eat water. It's the same thing. You've got to put energy in to get water. Um, it's quite... Because um, I've been thinking about it for my house and stuff. Now my dad wants it. And because I'm an electrician, everyone thinks, oh, you can do it. Well, no. I don't think it's just as easy as turning your hand to it, is it? Not really, no. You need to know... Um, there's a lot to know around the just the wiring side of life, but then also come on the roof installation and stuff. You know, we've been doing it for 13 years. We've picked up lots of tricks. We've developed lots of techniques. Um, you know, we had Mark Allison down with us a couple of weeks ago, really? learning a bit of roof work. Um, and yeah, so it, it's, you, you couldn't just turn your hand straight to it. You'd need, you'd need to know what you're doing. What about getting in bed with the roofer? Is that an option? That's that is an option, but you would. It's probably worth sending your roofers onto a um, <laughs> onto a product course. Ah, so they you. they you know so they got an idea of, of the, the the bits and pieces. You know, it's great having their knowledge about how to flash the bits and pieces in and the structure of the roof, mm. but they still don't know the products. For me, as a sparker, and I don't know what if you if you have it still, I, I'd just be scared of cracking a tile. Because, like, you crack a tile, that's it. Your roof could be leaking. You've got to go and mess around doing that. That just puts me off. Yeah, I, I see that. And do you know what? <laughs> there's there's certain ways of walking on a roof so you don't crack the tiles. But the likelihood is you're going to break tiles. Oh, um, it's a, it's spare a, tiles somewhere as well, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, customers normally got spare tiles, but we... Nick them off next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, we, we normally keep a stock of tiles, of, of you know, a few of each different type chuck those on the roof to fix it but yeah it's, but it's just as starting out though you're not gonna have all that are you this is you've got 13 years behind you, haven't you? but uh, yeah. starting out if you crack a tile you're down the old side trying to find one that's off your day gone yes yeah but do you know what a lot of a lot of roofing wholesalers do keep the majority of stocks the other ones reclamation yards mate we get a lot of stuff yeah. from um we're lucky actually we we got a, a really good one just around the corner and if they haven't got it, then it's not worth having. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll pay, you know, you'll pay a pound a tile or something like that. 
sometimes it'll be five pound a tile, but it is what it is. It's definitely one of those trades I think where it's not. Don't take this offensively. It's not crazy difficult once you've done a installs course on the rails and the stone and that. But it's the root. It's the it's the roof bit. That's not the easiest thing to do. People going to worry yeah. about moving between trades and getting onto that. Yeah, yeah. The, the the roof work is probably the the hardest in in the technical side, but also the physical side. You know, if you're putting twelve panels up on the roof, each of them are twenty kilos a piece. You know, you you're moving something that's a meter by two meters. All it takes is a little bit of wind behind that, mate. And you, you, yeah. So you're either sweating your nuts off, getting pissed wet through, or getting blown off a roof. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's better in between in the UK, is there? It's better than being in a loft, though. True. Yeah. Unless you fall into a loft, then you've got yeah. the best of both worlds, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Jamie, what is this nonsense you're talking about energy companies? Well... You know, you know. The other week, there was telling us the prime minister. The, no, the other week, the press were telling us the, the prime minister's an idiot and all that, and everyone got rid of him. And well, now they're telling us the know. energy that well, all right, and a lot of people will. And now the energy, they tell us the energy companies are robbing us. I agree that prices have gone up, but I mean, do you not think electricity has been too cheap for too long, and everyone just takes it for granted? No, no, <laughs> it can't be too cheap, can it? I'll tell you why it can't be too cheap because they're making twenty million pound a day, so it's not too cheap, is it? Yeah, but have you seen the infrastructure that's outside for moving electricity around? Yeah, so it's been there for hundred years. Billions and billions of pounds get spent on that. That's what it does. It's just it's who's this week's bad guy with the press. I know it's gone up. Gas has gone up is the main problem. That's not right. our fault. That's not the energy company's fault. And then when they say the energy companies, you've got you've got the generators, the distributors, and the people that sell it to you. They're all different people, but we're calling the energy companies because that's what the media tells us to do. But I would argue that. It's been too cheap for too long. That's the problem. Why is it too cheap if they're making twenty million pound a day? Everyone's thing, gone green out there, and that's got to cost money. The thing is, well, Jamie, I'll, I'll, I'm sort of on your side here because one thing that really bugged me is that obviously they went, "Oh yeah, Centrica's made eleven billion pound in profit." You're like, okay, but Centrica own a lot of stuff other yes, than energy the, companies. They don't narrow it down enough. Yeah, they, they, you know, if they turned around and said, "Well, actually, Centrica made." eight billion pound from their energy companies you'd go hmm okay that's that's bad but they've just said this yeah. is how much Centrica have made it, um, I, I would argue has anyone took anything for scrap lately just out of interest anyone took any scrapping whatsoever not for a while not for uh, at least three months anyone listening I'm sure some people listening would have took some in what do you get for an old car 100 quid something oh. like that 100 oh. quid in steel or steel's not a lot you need a lot of steel to make some money but how much steel's in a single pylon that has to be maintained, inspected, and looked after. And I've, you think how many of them are up and down the country that that company's got to look after? So it, 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 I make profit as a business, but the percentages for them is probably less. Oh, oh, see that? Well, smallest violin, don't care. But you've got to win, yeah. It's, the problem no, is we're, we're, in a, we're in a market. The thing is, at Listen. the end of the day, water, gas, electricity are sold to you as a product. They're not a right. You know what? You, you're like, you've got Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> You've got them punching you in the face and going, well, it's our fault for, for not letting them punch us in the face before. It's stupid. It's no, the really dumbest way of looking at things. Here's why. Right, got Here's why. They are making money hand over fist. Yep. And now they're putting it up again because they want to make more money. They're not putting it up. The gas price has gone up because there's a war on. That's why it's gone up. Yeah, but not really. 
I think it's been too cheap too long and people just think that it's a right to have it. And it's not a right to have an agenda. It's it's a it's a it's a commodity to be traded. Yeah, but it's I, a, I, I know people are struggling. I don't want to be able to people are struggling, but we've had it too good for too long. Dumb. That's the stupidest thing you've ever said. Bar none. Bar Remember, I, you know what? There's, there's a lot of people as well who are, are, are moaning about obviously energy prices, and I moaning energy prices are bad. But then, in the same respect, they leave all their lights on. You know, they've got their Xbox on. They got leave the TV on, leave the radio on all day. They're just wasting electricity because they don't see the value of it. It's like water in it. We'll see the value of water so whether it's on. Yeah. Why would there be no water? Because there's droughts, isn't there? My local, uh, it's really bad work around, around here. The reservoirs are drying up. But people who still leave the tap on while they're brushing the teeth. And go, mm. oh, it's not my problem. But that's the thing. If, if a thousand people do that, you must waste tons and tons yeah, of water I, every I've week. I've got a bad attitude about all that. Because... I have I, as well. I don't know what you're going to say. Because where I live, they do not stop dumping raw sewage into the sea. Like, and they get fined, but it's actually more cost-effective for them to dump the raw sewage and get fined. So, where I live, in Nottingham, just down from the sewage works, it's, it's down a racecourse road, an old railway line. And I, they dump sewage in there all the time, it pisses me off. You can't use the Trent near us. So, when my bill came this time around, I says, how much is my water, my fresh water? Because I get provided with fresh drinking water that I can drink, yeah? And they told me how much that was. I said, how much is my sewage? And I ain't paid my sewage. I says, until you stop dumping the rivers, I'm not paying it. Because, you know, if I had a load of shit from renovating my kitchen, I put it outside my ass, or paid some guy to get rid of it, yeah. and he threw it in the river, I'd get fucking fined. Yeah, you would, but yeah. what's the difference between that and my shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's my policy. If, I, if, if we get a lot of it around here, because I'm near Newark, if, um, if I get an unscrupulous person, unofficially take my waste away and dump it, they'll hunt through it, find my name in it, and find me. What is the difference between that and my turd and the water company's doing it? So I'm not, I haven't paid my waste bill. They've gone about taking me to court soon, which I'm quite happy to do. Um, because they pay, I pay them to take it like away. I feel not, like you're going to lose that. Yeah, but I don't know. You get on Twitter, don't you? Be a gobshite. If but everyone talks to say, you are. <laughs> what is that? Is that some sort of tonic? Ginger beer. I can afford it because I'm not paying my waste bill. so right I'm in a bit of a situation right Um, my friend has had a solar panel installation done without a battery and he wants me to go and connect up a battery it's not just as simple as connecting up a battery it's a bit more involved in it what's that about Um, so the, the The trickiest bit is actually the the paperwork side of life, I'd say, because you need, um, because your battery is classed as a generator, because you've got a generator over a certain size, you need permission from the DNO to be able to connect it so they know what could go back to their network. Um, What happens if you just connect it? Nothing. You kill a There's Until they know... You know that there's, they won't really know. But the the thing is that if that caused damage, so if you put, you know, you you're looking at the same. You could put a, a twenty kilowatt system on your house without that permission. If you end up blowing up the the pole mounted transformer just down the road, you've got to pay for it. You'll you'll pay for that. Yeah, they're not cheap either. They're not you know? cheap. Oh, the cost yeah. of steel, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, you know, it's it's a bit like saying, you know, if you do some electrical work, what, you know, do you have to do the notification? What are they going to do if you don't notify? So it's all right till it goes wrong, basically, is the rule, isn't it? Everything's okay till it goes tits off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, it'll always come back to you. And at the end of the day, it's a filling in a form. You fill in the form, you send the form off, they get the form, they come back, say, yeah, that's fine. Is that the stuff that I would have called back in the day G G fifty nine? That's now G ninety nine, isn't it? Is it all that? Yes, stuff? yeah, yeah. So you, yeah, so you had G fifty nine and G eighty three. You've now got G ninety eight, G ninety nine, and G one hundred. Which is basically for anyone who's not aware, is basically that's just your any generation has the ability to backfeed the grid, don't it? And yeah, backfeed equipment or kit or the, the, the lecky board, for example, might isolate your streets, do some work. The lines we might the the majority guy might get in the old cut for a cable. It's still live because you're back feeding it. It's effectively just telling them that into. I think. Uh, no, not to that respect. Because if if they turn the power off, your system will shut down. If it's G not if it's compliant, basically. If, yeah, if 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 the the equipment is compliant, you know, if it's been set up right, then as soon as the power goes off, your system will shut down to to exactly prevent that someone working on the lines and getting a belt from your solar. Um, it's more, certainly more with the G99, it's more about knowing how much is going back into the grid and whether the, the transformers can take it, whether the lines can take it, you know, and they've got to look at worst case. So, oh, so it's to protect their, mostly protect their gear. Yes. Yeah. So they know well, what, yeah. If your, if your system decides to dump all its energy onto the grid. Yeah. So, yeah. wait a minute. So they could turn around and say, no, you can't have it. Our, our lines are rubbish. They can, but with with the progress of technology, a lot of, a lot of equipment now has got what we call export limitation. Ah. And that's, that's a G100. And what that does is basically that monitors what you're exporting. And if, if for example, you were going for an 8 kilowatt system and they said, no, you can only have export limitation of 5, your system, once it gets to exporting five kilowatts, will actually stop producing anything over that size. Yeah. Right. In a nutshell, should I get involved with my mate's uh, battery? <laughs> Depends how good a mate he is. He's my best mate. <laughs> but I don't want the grief. Because when it goes wrong, and it will, it'll be me getting a phone call. Yes, but the the thing is as well that the likelihood, if it's going wrong, it's a fault with the system. You know, because because at the end of the day, the wiring of it is very simple. As long as you've got a simple battery system, you know the likelihood is it's going to be a fault with the unit, and actually, that's down to the manufacturer. Batteries scare the shit out of me as a spark. Yeah, I'm they sure do. a lot of people agree with that. I remember yeah. once as a, a 22 year old who was doing a battery system. You're not getting theaters. You get central batteries for all the emergency yeah. lights, and the emergency lights just are just lights. Mm. And the guy was yeah. cranking up like he had like a ratchet spanner, you know, the Melpers ones. When they were like super cool, and he's like, do it, do it, ratcheting it backwards and forwards. I'm making a motion in case anyone's listening. And he caught the other terminal and it instantly spot welded together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sparks coming out. And then it just, I was like, I was like, I thought it was hilarious that sparks came out of it and he was a dickhead. <laughs> then the spanner just quickly got bright red and melted through. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck was that? And until that point, <laughs> I've been like, oh, batteries can't kill me. Batteries are safe. And then it literally melt for a spanner. Yeah, and a few years ago, all the time. I did it again. I used to do that all the time. My dad used to um, run the dump in Croydon. So yeah. I'd go down and see him. And I'd just, 
always find a, a, a spanner between the terminals and a battery. Why not? It's a very. And it cool literally spot. melts through. Yeah. Yeah. Half inch thick spanners, doesn't it? No yeah. problem. Quick as well. Surprise. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. But that's the thing, you know, most batteries now are idiot proof. You know, you, you can get the the systems where you, you basically have, you know, 20 car batteries all linked together. But those are very rare now. Oh. It's all pre-made systems that have pre-made leads. Are they, what batteries, are they LiPos or... Um, um... Lithium iron, aren't they? Yeah, most, most of them are lithium. So um, the, the terminals you'll get, in a, what you buy as a battery nowadays, those terminals have got protection within that battery there. Most it's of them, internally. yeah, they're, they're either covered terminals or, um, you know, the ones we have, they've got isolators on them as well. So it's not it's not like an old car battery. It is a pre-made thing. You, you can plug your leads onto it and it's got a built-in isolator that you can shut the battery off you, before you do any work. Where do you connect it into? That's the other thing. It depends on the make of the battery. So that when it comes to batteries, you've got two different types. You've got AC coupled and DC coupled. A DC coupled will connect directly into your solar system. And an AC coupled is effectively a standalone unit. So it has it either has a separate inverter or an inverter built into the, the unit. Can you charge your battery off the grid? Not that you would, but can you? Yes. That's my yeah. part of my house at the minute, actually, to do that. Because I've just gone to Octopus, smart meter, so I can buy yeah. it at night for 5p, charge yeah. batteries and use it for a day when it's 60p without any yeah. panels. Is it? Apparently, that makes me a saving on it, or will make me a saving. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, exactly. You know, you, you're going to make what? Well, you're going to save 55p for everything you use. Um, yeah, and there's a lot of batteries out there that will do that. And see, this is lot... why the energy prices are going up, isn't it? This is why. You know what? I think the right side. Everyone's working it now. Solar panels, and they know the arse is going to drop out of it. That's why petrol's gone up. I think that's why Russia have gone to war because it's the last time they're able to afford to do that because. The, the the oil and the gas that they sell to make all their money, in 10 years, they'll be, we'll not be using loads, loads of it. All of it will be being used. I think you're right. Now batteries are coming along, electric cars coming along. The big car companies and the big energy producers are, are scared of where their money's going to go. I'm going to make a prediction. Oh. At some point in the future, there's going to be a solar panel tax. Of course there is. See how smart I am. I just know it's going to happen. Yeah, and it started out like the congestion charge. Do you remember when the congestion charge started in London? It's only £5 a day. Don't know why everyone's complaining. Now it's like 15 quid or something. What can work? Mate, it's 22 pounds to drive into London now. Because you've got you've got the congestion charge zone and then you've got the um ULED zone. I'll tell you what it'll be like, which and it ain't happened yet, but what you're saying is it'll be like vaping, won't it? If everyone started vaping, they'd tax that. You can't have anything, yeah. can you? No one could have anything that's like, it'll have to be taxed. It'll be like, the, was it the window tax they used to have? Yeah. And people used to brick the windows up. It, there'll be a panel tax, won't there? Per square feet meter, you pay so much. Yeah. 100% it's coming. Like you pay <laughs> They've got to make money somehow. Well, yeah, because if, if they're not making it on fossil fuels... I'm dying here. Are you yeah, too hot? Sam is dying in his shed for your audio viewers. He's literally hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> so... I will keep it going. I'm dying. I am, I'm terrified about these batteries being in my house and that I will die. How safe are they? Really safe. Really yeah. safe. So, so they, obviously there is a, there is a very stringent set of uh, safety regulations they have to meet. Um, most of the batteries we install, we actually stick them outside 
purely because... What in what oh. in sheds? Asses. No, 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 no. So, that, so they're they're uh, IP rated. Oh right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so I've got one of mine, and it's just down down my side alley. And I'll come round and rob um, it. That's <laughs> all just about to say. That's going to be a new thing, isn't it? Yeah, be. yeah. Good good luck with that, mate. They're 120 kilos each. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, mate, if if you're having that away, you're welcome to it. That's a lot of effort. Kilos. How many? How many? Um, how many kilowatts is that? So that will save me. Uh, that's ten kilowatts. That saves me about three pound a day. What? <laughs> Which doesn't sound a lot, but you know, or, or at least three pound a day. That's twenty-one quid a week. Oh, yeah, that's you know, almost hundred quid a month. I'll tell you what. To be fair, I've just had a smart meter fed, and on my little screen downstairs when I come upstairs, it said I'd use three pound twenty-three today. So yeah. that means I'd use twenty-three pence, wouldn't I? Yeah, or I'd well, charged it. it for a, a tenth of the price. Yeah, and that's it. In in the weather we've been having lately, my my standing charge has been more than the electricity I bought the in. Standing charge, the bastards. Yeah, <laughs> the thieving yeah. bastards. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, you've got yeah. a meter. Oh, you fucking paying rent on that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. standing charge as well. That what is what I mean. You know the geezer who invented the standing charge? He'll invent the solar panel tax, won't he, the bastard? Yeah, he will, yeah. <laughs> it was the same bloke. Some oh, yeah, nose prick. You want them cables, do you? Well, they're renting, yeah. they are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and see, here you are sticking up for them. I'm whoa, not, whoa. No, no, why shouldn't what? they? Because they built the infrastructure. Shut up. I'm not sticking up for them. I'm sticking up for this. I don't like it. They call it the energy firm when, in fact, it's loads of different people. But um, they do <laughs> have a lot of stuff to look after. But the thing is, with this stuff, so if you have a solar panel on your own roof, we're getting back to cottage industries, aren't we? We're getting back to the guys on a farm who, who kills his own meat and eats it on the farm. It's a little tiny circle in it. It's not very yeah, really big. Getting it back local. Like How many solar panels would I need on my house? Um, three bedroom house. No, well, it's four bedroom, but it's only three bedroom at the moment. Well, depends how much you use, mate. Depends how how you heat your water. Depends. I'm a tramp. Do you know why I'm a tramp? You don't bath. When we moved into this house, we was renting it, and it come with a key. So you have to, you have to pay. You have to go to the shop, <laughs> key, put a turner on, or whatever. Three electricities, please. Yeah, can I have some electricities, <laughs> please? And, and then you, you stick it in and press a button. So I've still got one of them trampy meters at the moment. So I was going to change it out. Wow. Huh? Mate, yeah, you need to yeah. get rid of that shit. They are expensive. No. See, this is how you lot are dumb. Ah. Only gone up fiver. It's only gone up a five. We only spend thirty pound a week on that, on our electricity. That's not a lot. A week. Quick maths. I'm doing some quick maths. Thirty pound a week. Yeah, I'm on a fixed. I, I fixed a year ago, and my missus was like, "What are you done that for?" It's low. It's it's like five p more expensive, and then but it's still fixed till August 2023. So oh, I'm nice. I, I, I'm doing it nice at the minute, and obviously when I'm getting all this free money that Richie Sunat's going to give me, um, I'm just going to keep it. Cheers, mate. <laughs> But obviously, when it when it gets next, they're on about giving it out. I don't know what the scam is, but next August, I'm gonna get slapped round the face with a wet fish. It's gonna hit me hard. Yeah. Because my little meter says three pound fifty last night when I went to bed about half eleven. That means next next year, this time next year, that's gonna say nine quid. And that is a uh, that is worrying. That's why you need to have solar panels now, isn't it? You do need to have them. Problem yeah. is, I'm sure Stuart can tell us is it, it, everyone's saying that, aren't they? Anyone with a bit of cash is doing it, aren't they? So what's up to the price of your gear? Do you know what the gear hasn't gone up? Gear has is is roughly the same sort of price that we've been paying for the last couple of years. The only issue we've got is stock levels and availability. 
Is that why the price went up? Because the Scott levels are gash, aren't they? Apparently, I see people. Was it you begging for rail the other week on LinkedIn? Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, and and it's a lot of it's to do with silicon chips. You know, getting older for the inverters and I'm you know sick of this. It's, I'm sick of this. I'm yeah. sick of silicon chip nonsense. It's it's shocking. I, I, I don't understand how it can go on for so long. Mate, have you seen? I've did a fab, a chip fab, and they are bonkers things. You've never been in anywhere like it. They're not clean rooms; they're super duper clean rooms. It's it's just a bonkers mm. process. Years ago, unfortunately, I watched a, a program on how they invented the semiconductor, and like the geezer who who took it, like started up the semiconductor company and all that, and he went right through the history. It's about three hours long. It's a documentary, and it is absolutely fascinating. Mm. But what Crazy. I didn't get. Is because at the beginning they were just like these little valves and stuff that would turn on and off, and then all of a sudden it made this quantum leap to silicon, and it's like they didn't really explain that bit properly. Mm. And my my thing is aliens. Alien technology. What about it? aliens. Got to be. There's no other explanation. Oh, no. Let's just stand up and sit down. Bits of silicon. Oh, okay. Because you're gonna think it out, you It's 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 got to be alien technology. Maybe that's why they're struggling at the minute because aliens won't let them know they're doing it now. But I want to know, like, why has China stopped this production of chips? Because we're all in lockdown. Yeah, the ports ports are all shut down still, as I'm as I'm led to believe. The Chinese <laughs> at the minute, I know someone who's who's based in China or was based in China. So you know, like when we was in lockdown hardcore, they like that all the time. As soon as they get one out, as soon as they get one case, they're locked down again. So a chip fab can't just start and stop overnight. It takes weeks to get it going, and then if it crash stops, it it takes weeks to clean the mess up to get it going again. So they've got no consistency on their factories and stuff at the minute, apparently. You know what? This is all a bit dumb. I'm really, like, we can't get into it. No. I'll have to cut out a whole other section. But <laughs> that's what's happening. There's, there's no, it's like anything. If you make, I know plasterboard factory, for example, that plasterboard comes out of that factory. It's one long sheet. The plasterboard you're getting down south is what I'm getting in the B&Q up here. It's come off the same sheet, just chopped up because it goes on and on and on forever. Same with glass. You think how long it takes to get that machine running to produce that because it's a constant process. And if you stop and the machine all crashes, and that's why production from certain parts of the world is, is love it, didn't you? It. You love this geeky shit, didn't you? Oh, oh yeah. Machine. Oh, I love this engineering. I love I love infrastructure. It's all you know, this is what it all goes down to the energy prices, all this is down to infrastructure and the fact that in the UK we are getting shit at it. Water's falling apart, gas has fallen apart, electric's falling apart, because we're rambling a greedy bastard. Yeah, but that's yeah, but you can't mind about capitalism. You can't because that's why you bought your house. Stuart's sitting there with a, a sixty thousand pound painting behind him, and <laughs> what's the frame? Yeah, um, from nineteen oh two. Listen, that's the the society. We you can't moan at people for making more money. But, Hang on, you just slagged off the energy companies when they were making money. But oh, go. Can I, can I finish my sentence? It's like talking to my wife here. Listen. <laughs> but when they're taking the piss, they are taking the piss with these energy prices. Why is electricity going up? There's no need for electricity to go up. That can stay the same. Because it's all made from gas. Because if we still use coal, I know it's dirty and all that. I don't want to get into the environment stuff. But it's all made with gas. They shut loads of coal power stations and said, look how clean we are. It's because we burn loads of gas, which is just as dirty as cold to be honest by the time you're done wait there's no clear power stations what are you talking about nuclear power stations the future nuclear power is the future but what's the problem with all the infrastructure in the uk every bit of infrastructure in the uk and the reason we're failing as a country is because of one type of person what are they called nimbies 
No one wants in their backyard to there. You can't do out. You can't do a thing. So you, I want to build a reservoir so I've got water. Oh, I don't want it flooding my area. They're trying yeah. to build a battery storage near me. Some woman's going out and make loads of noise. No, it won't. It's a battery. <laughs> Literally on one of the Facebook groups, banging on about it. It'll be dead noise. It's like, I've got a 20 megawatt battery store down south. Look after her. It's silent. Oh, what would you know? Well, I look after one. She, <laughs> what, she doesn't want it facing her ass, despite the fact that Stay Thought Power Station, which is where it's going to be built, is a massive, huge grid thing. There's like a massive substation, a massive power station. It's like, it's going to ruin the view. <laughs> the view's been fucked for 70 years, Doc. There's been a power station there since the 1920s. <laughs> But she's moaning because she wants to moan about it, and that's the problem with stuff in this in this country. I think. Mm. See where where I live, you can look out over the. I can look out my window, and there's about four million um, turbines out at sea because they've got like them turbine farms. And then if I drive around the corner, there's just fields and fields and fields of uh, solar panels, which is great, isn't it? Of course, I love it. I love it because it's. But I'm not reaping any benefits from it. You've got to have a bit of nuclear. And I'm sure there's some, don't quote me on this, do your own research, but um, you know, like this talk about tons of CO2, like a coal-fired power station makes like 500 tons of CO2 a day. Apparently, someone told me, and this needs verifying, that a coal-fired power station makes more tons of CO2 in a day than a nuclear power station makes tons of waste in its lifetime. But people will have a bag on about it because... Well, do you know what, that, what, what killed the um, nuclear thing is uh, Fukushima? The problem with Fukushima was it was terribly designed. Yeah. Yeah. And I and, think but no one cares design. about that. No one cares about that. They're just like, I don't want that near me. I tell you who cares more about it, the Germans, because they shut all their nukes down, didn't they, and went and bought loads of gas off the Russians, which hasn't gone particularly well for them. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, ruth- you know oh, ruthlessly efficient are you now, Schnitz, eh? <laughs> Listen, the thing with that is, that's, that's being smug, isn't it? Oh, look, we've shut down all our nuclear plants. Everyone should follow us. That's yeah. it is. It's country. It's national virtue signalling. You've got to have a mix, and yeah, which is why we. I, I mean, I love wind farms and solar farms. Think it's great stuff. Batteries. Everyone having solar on the ass and all that. But just going, we're shutting all our nuclear plants down because we're going to be super cool because it's cool this week, and then that's really landed them in the shit in it. So, can you? How much could you potentially run your house off of just solar? No, to good. an extent, mate. Yeah. Yeah, good. So, you've got super efficient. If if you've got enough batteries and enough solar, then you could do that. The one of the the sort of the weak points about the system, though, is that in the winter, when you're using the most energy, is also when solar generates the least energy. Which is why I need the grid. You need a, you've got that yeah. little bit of grid. You, you've got to have that grid backup. You know and. It's it's great, but it's it's about finding the right balance. You know, I've I've got a couple of customers at the moment who were trying to go through this design process, and they they want to cover hundred percent of their usage, and we're ended up they're saying, oh, can we put put them on this north facing roof, and can we put them here, can we put them there, because they just need to get so many panels on there. And you think so? It's what so it works. It, so it works in winter, basically. It will work in winter, but it's a massively reduced generation. See. This um, what they need is them um, Tesla solar panels, uh, solar solar tiled roof. Apparently they no. don't work. Apparently that was but all no, a big scam. That Tesla thing, yeah, yeah it's just as well. They they pulled them off the market overnight. Yeah, they like, they just they're yeah. not very good. Then the, do you know what though? The thing is though, there is there is a company in the UK who make of GB Sol, and they are good. They are good, but the problem with them is that they're a lot smaller than obviously in a regular panel. 
which means for one panel you've got 20 tiles oh 20 connections yeah you've got 20 connections you know you've got 20 times the amount of points of failure and with those systems if one if say for example you've got 10 rows of tiles and the bottom right hand tile goes you've got to strip the whole lot off the roof just to fix that one tile what what will damage quite robust though yeah yeah yeah, yeah, they're, they're quite robust but like anything, if if the connections are, are made poorly or you know not collect together right, you get arc in, they burn out. You know, we see we've seen quite a few burnt out connectors in our time, and that's using standard systems. You know, you times that by twenty, the likelihood yeah, is you're gonna get, yeah. You, you, you need a bit of, like probably some sort of track system. What else is going to knock them? Like, because when we record this podcast, can always say the seagulls at Sam's ass. Are they going to like start crashing into it all? Is there hope that could damage them or just wear out of there? No, so well the silicon degrades over time, which is is standard across the whole board. But yeah, we I've touch wood, I've never seen a, a smash panel actually on the roof. Um it's no. mainly just from from either things getting underneath them or or burnt out connectors. Do you know what's the most robust solar panel in the world? The ones you get in the little calculators. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an They're angry. undefeated. They're go, undefeated. Go on, boy. Five thousand from 1982, and it yeah. still work. Hundred <laughs> percent as well. Yeah. <laughs> what they should do is just make solar panels out of a load of them. Or make everything as low powered as a Casio calculator, and you're laughing. Yeah. What's no, the? the uh, Come on, bro. What's the lifetime then? You just said then the degrade. So what's what what? Out of interest, then what's the lifetime? And are we going to have this big thing where we have like <laughs> recycling? They can't do it, or something, or are they that green? Are they as green as they make out? Yeah, they are. So, so most most panels now will come with a uh, an output guarantee, um, and their their output guarantee is it's normally it, well, it's normally at least eighty percent after twenty years. Oh right, so it's not like not ten years of stuff like that. There's a fair no a lifetime no, no, no. basically. Yeah, and do you know what well, we pull systems out or or we, we test systems that have been up there for, for ten years and you know, you probably got about a less than a five percent failure rate. Everything else is still within you know in, right. in, in the tolerances. So um yeah, yeah they are panel? half sensible solar panel each. Hundred and thirty, hundred and fifty quid. So What's that? Yeah. What, what, how big is the standard solar panel? It's like a rectangle, isn't it? Is it a metre, a metre half, something? Something like that, yeah. yeah. That's an that, average that's size. The, that's the average size, yeah. And what wattage is that? Uh, that's probably something around 300 watts, 350 watts. I've got, I've got, I'm going to be boring now, I've got a caravan, I've got a 150 watt panel on it, and we can do it all weekend if it's reasonably sunny. I was quite impressed at how, how efficient it was, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I like, never lights on, I charge the four, I use the pump and all that. And it, it keeps it ticking over. So I can imagine if I had 20 of them on the roof, I'd be well away. Yeah, they, they are a good, you know, they, they produce a lot for what they are. But if if for my ass, I've got to go in deep and I can't just mess around having one or two, can I've got to do the roof, make yeah. it cost effective. Time put the scaffolding in that up. Exactly. You know, if, if you were redoing the roof and stuff and you had the bits there, then that'd be perfect, just chucking a couple on. But yeah, if you're going to do it, go big. If you can afford to, you know, there's no point structure. How many structure solar there. panels do you need on a house of like three bedroom, roughly? Eight? Three bed- it used to be the standard guideline would be about four kilowatts. 
because that was the the DNO cutoff. So we can install. It's actually three point six eight, I think. Um, you can install that without having permission from them. So that used to be the recommended, but also that seems to be the average size that will fit on it. You know, on a roof. Um, but now with energy prices going up and battery storage, we're going bigger because the customers can see that. How many panels is four kilowatts? Uh, it's around 12 panels. I don't think I'll get 12 panels on this side. <laughs> it's just, is this a quote or a podcast? <laughs> yeah. <that> a quote? <laughs> no, it'd be the last thing I do, though, I would have thought. Like, I'm doing the whole house, so it's long. I'm having yeah. batteries first. That's my plan, to put the batteries in first and charge them on the cheap electricity night, which I think will still be there, because obviously nuclear needs to do so at night. Yeah. Oh, that's quite smart. Well, I've I've heard of, you know a geek. I'm a little bit of ding it, but I reckon I can get an inverter. I can buy a couple of batteries, then a couple more, then a couple more, then put the solar on. And like I was even looking at mess. I'm just messing around with it because I can. You know, like you're in deep because you want to go and do your mates. I'm like I can tinker with it. I started moving my fuse ball around and stuff to do it in, but nuclear has to constantly make power. So at night, electricity I think will always remain a bit cheaper. They'll always do your deal at night, won't they? Yeah, is something to bear in mind if you're trying to save a bit of money. But what about if you're a spark looking at getting into it? Is it worth it? Is it um, a wash with crap like everything that comes? I know you've been doing it a long time, but like I bet you're seeing the dickheads coming along, aren't you? You must be. Oh, mate, we, we see them all the time, and and actually, we still see a lot of the solar cowboys out there. Um, oh, the first, the first, because there was the first solar cowboys, weren't they, from about was it six, seven years ago? No, it's about ten years ago. Ten years ago, there was. There yeah, was... we've 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 seen the waves, and but even still, there's there's installs that are going on that are absolutely shocking. We did one earlier this year where we were asked to just check it over, and we end up stripping the whole system off and rebuilding it because it was it wasn't fixed the roof properly. It was just absolute fucking mess. Even like even the inverter, it was set to the Netherlands. Which has a completely different, yeah, has a completely different country it was, setting for us. It was smoking marijuana and eating pancake, was it? You yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it was clogged. it was awful. And we've seen a couple of systems by that company, big national company as well. They're the worst. They are the yeah. worst. How many solar panels get blown off a roof in a storm? Oh, uh, do you know what? I've only been called to probably two. Oh, were they ones you fitted? No. You would say that, though, wouldn't you, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this was for a, another a big company down in Brighton. They look after a load of stuff, and they're to blow off beginning of this year. Good point, though, Sam, because, like, someone someday is going to get killed by one, aren't they? It's got to happen, isn't it? You know what it'd be like? It'd be, you know in Superman when they get into the it's just spinning around in the air. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's all... Yeah. Yeah, the liability on that when that first happens, what'll happen is that'll happen to one company, and then everyone else will get the insurance got, won't they, for years? See, well, the, I, I, it's like anything though, mate. You know, if you follow the design procedure, that's all written into there. You know, there's there's special BRE calculations for wind uplift. Oh right, it's all, it's all factored in, I suppose. But yeah, but yeah. the problem is too is we don't get people on this podcast who do things shit because no one would come on here, would they just do the job properly? We know we know they're out yeah. there. You'll probably go, yeah, wank, mate. Put one screw in everything, laughing. <laughs> yeah. I'm near blown off. Well, only six or seven, but I'm getting there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very easy to say, yeah, it's all, and you're right. It's great that it's all factored in that, but we know in our art of arts, don't we, that I would say it's a higher percentage of shit installers in your game than it is in the even the Sparky game. 
No yeah. way. No way. How many oh, shit electricians do you know? Well, the, the trouble is, Sam, you get you get guys, you get guys in Mona, yeah, but you get guys who are sticking up the solar, who then try and do the, the electrical side of life as well, you know. And they, it's like the old, um, remember the old Part P plumbing course? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that the plumbers could do to sign off installs. A lot of those guys they moved to solar. They'd sign off their solar jobs, and it was absolute bag complete bag of spanners and it was just yeah but what about this you've got to have some sort of certification to be able to get you've got to be able to sign off your install so they can get the feed-in tariff is that right yeah so so it's well yeah not not the feed-in tariff the seg um but yeah so you've got to be mcs you've got to produce an mcs certificate at the end that's of it. got like a five percent pass rate oh really yeah mark was telling me the other day he's like so I was like looking into it, doing this job, and I was like, "Oh, mate, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I'm just not doing it." Is that part P for soda? Is it type thing? Like an accreditation? No, it's, it's thing. a completely separate, independent body that you that has its own set of standards, um, and then you uh, you register the installs with them, and then they're giving you that they give the customer a specific certificate that allows them to claim the SEG, or as it used to be, the feeding tariff. This paper scares the shit out of me. Yeah. That's why there's one reason why I won't do it. Yeah. It is is it's a lot to do. And the trouble is a lot of it's bollocks. You know, when I first did it, I was a sole <laughs> trader. Well, no, I was, I was a sole trader. One of the points I failed my first inspection on is because I didn't have com- records of company meetings. Oh right, yeah, because it's all geared up for the big boys who come along yeah. and like, rinse all the subsidies. Just, uh, do you know what? I'd yeah. just get out of my house. I'd be like, get out, you're being a prick. <laughs> you what? I think it's fit- oh sorry. How do you work in Bognor? I've got a job down there in a couple of weeks, actually, mate. No one works in Bognor. What's your number? <laughs> yeah. Sorry? I'll pass him your number. So I ain't getting okay. it I think that's a wise decision. Do you go as far as Kent Coast? Give the job Because I ain't doing that either. Depends which part of the Kent Coast, mate. Turn Bay. Oh, yeah, that's up. That's up near Chatham, isn't it? No, Dunbay. Me and Margate, seven miles that way. Okay, we'll see. This, this is a quote. It is a quote. <laughs> I've been talked into sitting in a quote. No, do you know what? I didn't realise how far down south uh, Stuart is. So that's brilliant. That means I can offload all these jobs that I get to Stuart. <laughs> You can basically become one of them companies that subs it all out. Uh, uh, you can do the knocking on the doors. Hey, do you want solar? She's like, I've only got five grand in savings. You're like, <laughs> yeah. is it here or not? I'll have the lot. Send Stu around who fits one panel. <laughs> my dad's mate across the road from him. He lives on this really weird little... Um, everyone knows about that place in Essex. What's it called? The, the, island, the island one. No, what's it called now? Oh, I went there with Jack... Uh, Jaywick. Have you, do you know about Jaywick? I've heard of that. Yeah. Why? So what they have is like these sort of prefabbed houses everywhere in Jaywick. Now, Stud Hill in Herm Bay was the original Jaywick. And they moved all the people out of Stud Hill to Jaywick. And they just basically shifted them up the road. Then those plots become available to like private landowners. So they went in and they actually referred to as plot landers. So they... So my dad's house is, it's like a private estate, but 
It's mental. <laughs> mental. Like, there's no building rigs. You know what they do? <laughs> Is this some they sort of house shit? Up. I don't understand. If they do a house up, they build it inside the existing house. So if they want to build a new house, they build it inside the existing house. Or they build around the old house and then they take it down and then they don't have to get planning permission stuff like that all the time what yeah it's mental but um my my mom dad done really well with this property and his mate across the road has gone and got solar and now my dad's obsessed he's like he's a bit not i won't say he's a bit dumb because that's rude is but it like he's keeping had, up appearances no what it is he's had four strokes so he's not like he's not like that but he gets like locked in on things and he's like, I need that. I need that. I need that. And it's like, every time you talk to him, all he wants to do is talk about this solar. So if I can offload it, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, what now? It sounds that excited down there to be honest with Jay Wick with these houses being built over us. So I might come and do it for you. <laughs> uh, I want to see it. Is it like the Russian dolls where there's a house in a house in a house. And then the end there's a rabbit hutch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's the thing, these weird little houses, they built one and they saw, and like honestly, it's a bungalow, half a million pounds. What's it what's it? Is it what's this called? Jaywick? No, that's Jaywick. This is Stud Hill in Herne Bay. Stud Hill. I'm right this down so I'm gonna Google this. But I Google like Google a bit Google. of random stuff like this going on. If you Google map it, you'll see it. It's like just a higgledy piggledy little weird little place. And people just but it's it's gone up in value because it's it's on the cliff. So it's far enough away from the sea. What's the but... cliff like? Is it is it hard cliff or is it soft cliff? Is it one of them places? They've got like a concrete walkway all the way from it's called the Viking Coastal Trail. It goes from Herne Bay right the way down to Broadstairs, oh. and it's like um a boardwalk but made out of concrete. And it's about yeah, there's no coastal erosion going on down there yet. <laughs> I'm gonna uh. get on this. Well, this is a boring conversation. We're talking about well, erosion and longshore well, drift. You know, he could get he could get some of them wind thingies, couldn't he? That's the the wave generators and all that go proper renewable crazy. No, no. I but, think. Go on. I think we've been quite eyebrow tonight and useful. You know what I mean? A lot of people will be wanting to get into this. I've been. Hopefully, I... they'll listen to this. They'll put them all off. <laughs> still, and it'll work. And still, pay us then for putting everyone else off. <laughs> <laughs> I've been clinging to dear life doing this, and now I've got to edit it, do a thumbnail, fanny about, won't be going to bed till 11 o'clock. I might suggest something this because I was an audio only because you have proper troopered through tonight. Some points, I thought he was going to be sick at one point. Fair play mm. to you, Phil, hanging on. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was going to vibe. You might want to put like, I don't know, parental <laughs> guidance, a sticker over your face or something. You know what? <laughs> I drank a half a pint of orange juice, which was the dumbest thing to do. Because <laughs> all it's done is upset my stomach and gave, gave me acid. <laughs> So I've just been sitting there, just like trying to swallow acid. <laughs> yeah, the life of a fat man, eh? Yeah. I was hoping he'd call give me a proper hard time, but he's just sat there a bit more subdued because he's not very well. So get well soon, Sam. Thanks. Yes, sir. Contact. Um, pass you some work, Bosh. Um, Monday <laughs> Club. We're out.